Now it's time for the rural news with Sally Murphy. And farmers are set to get more help for cyclone repairs. Kia ora Polina, yes, five months on from Cyclone Gabriel, farmers have been feeling a little forgotten because they've only been able to access funding of up to $10,000. But this morning the government announced further support. It started a loan guarantee scheme to help growers, farmers and businesses access cheaper loans. The government will underwrite support loans of up to $10 million per business over five years. Hawke's Bay Federated Farmers President Jim Galloway says farmers have been increasing mortgages and using overdrafts to fund repairs, so this help will be welcomed. Without a loan and without cash flow and money, your business can't operate. So being able to access money to uh, carry you through and fin- finish those repairs or get your farm back in a in a operatable state, it may not be, it won't be perfect, but it might be operational. So that is just absolutely key to be able to go forward. It would have been nice to have got some um, more subsidies or or more money for some of the infrastructure, but we know the roads there, so long as the government keeps putting money into roads, because without the roads, we can't get our product or ourselves into markets or into town. So there's lots of ways that that money is needed, not just on farm. Jim Galloway says banks have been accommodating, but some farmers and growers have struggled to get loans because their cash flow has been so severely impacted. Meanwhile, carpet maker Bremworth has agreed to a partial $15.5 million insurance settlement after damage to its Napier yarn spin plant from Cyclone Gabriel. The company says it takes the total partial settlement so far to $35.5 million. It says further insurance payments are expected after damage assessments are finished. And Brimworth says the clean-up at its Napier site is nearly complete. To other news, the last farm infected with Microplasma bovis has been cleared of cattle. Since the disease was discovered in New Zealand back in 2017, over 186,000 cattle have been culled from 280 farms. In an update to the Primary Production Select Committee this morning, Mbovis Programme Director Simon Andrew says there's only one farm left with infection in mid-Canterbury. That particular property has actually been depopulated. We expect uh, that notice to be revoked uh, in August uh, itself. Uh, So this demonstrates that we're at the tail end uh, of the outbreak. This is combined with a significant amount of surveillance that we do right across the country uh, through our bull tank milk testing, uh, dry stock surveillance, and of course uh, through sorter surveillance as well. Mr Andrew says with the last farm nearly being declared embovis free, eradication efforts are changing gear. We are looking at a national pest management plan, uh, the Mycoplasma Bovis Governance Group, uh, which includes representation uh, from industry, has submitted a proposal to the Minister uh, for Biosecurity for a national pest management plan uh, itself. Uh, Osprey has been identified as the management agency for that. There are natural synergies in operating uh, some of Osprey's programmes, including the TB and MAC programme, in concert with Mycoplasma Bovis to generate efficiencies for farmers industries, taxpayers in terms of delivery of those sorts of programmes. Simon Andrew says the Mbovis response should be contracted out to Osprey by the end of the year. Competition from Brazilian and Australian beef in world markets is holding export prices for New Zealand beef down. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crow says about this time beef prices should be peaking, but that's not going to be the case this year. She says prices are about 50 cents a pound lower in the US market this year compared with last year. 
We've seen supply from Brazil and Australia have increased month on month. Year to date, Brazil's exported close to 700,000 tonnes of beef in the first five months of this year. Australia, again, their exports have increased upwards of over 380,000 tonnes for the year. And look, Australia's supply looks set to just grow further. They're currently on track to have their biggest export beef months to the US in three years. And adding to this too, we're still seeing those strong signs of an El Nino developing within Australia. If we got anywhere close to um, drought, it would see production over there ramp up further. And that's just going to put that additional downwards pressure on export prices. That's Mel Crowed. Two new campaigns, the Half-Arsed Stops Here and Farm Without Harm, have been launched to try and help improve health and safety on farms. They've been developed by Agricultural Leaders Health and Safety Action Group, Safer Farms. Its chair, Lindy Nelson, says there were 2,000 farm injuries and 13 farmers who died at work last year, which is not good enough. She says the campaigns are about addressing the human cost of producing food. Our focus in the last few years has been very much external to farming. It's been around water, it's been around carbon, it's, it's the big environmental issues. This comes back to people. People are the engine room of our primary sector. How do we keep our people well and safe and functioning? She says the campaigns aim to change attitudes about safety on farm. It's language that farmers can relate to. So this is not corporate language. This is not, you know, government speak. This is us as a sector calling ourselves out, but also saying we can't take a half-ass approach to this anymore. We need to think at a whole of systems level, whole of sector level, all of us playing our part and taking responsibility. So half-ass is going to almost be a badge of honour. There's nothing half-ass about how we approach the well-being and the safety of ourselves and our people. Lindy Nelson. And just lastly, farmer-owned cooperative Alliance is set to expand its Chinese presence with a new deal just signed in Beijing. The meat company signed a memorandum of understanding with China's largest importer of sheep meat, Grand Farm, to grow into southern Chinese markets including cities like Shanghai. Alliance has been working in China for decades and General Manager of Sales Shane Kingston says its aim is to become China's leading red meat provider. And that's the Rural News for today. Koe rātou pūrongo o te tai whenua.